0: I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. So I've been on record saying... Adam Silver, let's be honest, has lost his way. I think he's doing too much and doing too little all at the same time as it relates to evolving the NBA. His obsession—we've talked about this before—he has this obsession with the EPL. I don't—I don't know why he wants to turn the NBA into the EPL, but he does. He's got these tone-deaf responses to many crises, including load management or poor refereeing at the end of games, all the things that have happened with human rights abuses and Ennis Cantor coming out and now feeling like he's blackballed. There's just a lot going on right now, and we've talked about this over the past three seasons of the show. But somebody said, well, what would you do, Commissioner Crick? You're so you you got such good ideas. You got, you're so fast to criticize. If you can't complain without offering a solution, you're just screaming into the void. So you know what? In an attempt to fix that, welcome to Commissioner Crick's NBA, where I will be fixing the league, this league, for the foreseeable future. My comprehensive basketball plan, we didn't get into media relations, but we could. My comprehensive basketball plan will not only position the league at the forefront of the growth in professional sports, it's also going to make the league way more fun. You're going to watch great basketball while leveling the playing field for the haves and have-nots. It begins, it begins with expansion. Executive order. Two Western Conference teams are going to be added to the mix. The Seattle Supersonics tomorrow and the Las Vegas Jacks. Those are the teams right now. So now we've got 32. It's from 30 to 32. That is going to be a very important math school to have because I am blowing up the current structure of the league. We are going to reorganize the league based on geographic lines. No more, hey, what's the furthest East Western Conference team? Why is Minnesota in the West? Why is OKC in the West? Fuck if I know. Who knows? No idea. So, we're going to figure that out. The NBA, I think, has been dicking around with expansion for way too long. The time is now. Two cities, we know those two cities deserve the teams. So, why make them wait? There's zero cents. So, now that we have 32 teams, we expand the season, not contract the season like a lot of people want. We're expanding the season to 84 games. You'll find out why 84 in a minute. The reason why these radical changes are so important, I think, for geographic – Relocation, or in terms of geographic uh, restructuring, it will keep travel down to a bare minimum. You're not going to get teams going on these road trips where they're flying from Toronto to Seattle, Toronto to San Francisco. That doesn't exist anymore. You'll be playing teams in your own division more than you do now. We'll keep the conferences, the two of them, Eastern and Western, right? Under the two conferences, we'll have... Four divisions. Let's divide the Western Conference into eight teams. So you've got the West, you've got the Midwest, you've got the South, and you've got the East. So the Midwest and the West are in the Western Conference. The South and the East are in the East. A little confusing, I know. So for the Western Division or the Coastal Division, we'll call it Portland, Golden State, Sacramento, L.A. Lakers, LA Clippers, Phoenix Suns, Las Vegas Jacks, and the Seattle Supersonics. For the Midwest division, you're going to have the Denver Nuggets, Utah Jazz, Minnesota Timberwolves, Milwaukee Bucks, yes, Chicago, Indiana, Detroit, and Cleveland. I don't know. Teams are actually in the Midwest. In the East, divided into two divisions, we've got the South. We've got the OKC Thunder, the Dallas Mavericks, the San Antonio Spurs, the Memphis Grizzlies, the New Orleans Pelicans, the Atlanta Hawks, the Orlando Magic, and the Houston Rockets. This one is a little muddled because we've got some teams in Florida, and we've got multiple teams in Florida, and they won't be in the same division. In the East, I think it's much more clear. Miami, Toronto, Charlotte, which could have gone either way, Brooklyn Nets, New York Knicks, Washington Wizards, Philly, and Boston. Every team now plays everyone in its division four times. So you play a home-and-home, two games, with every other team in your division. That, folks, is 84 games. 28 division games, 56 out-of-division games. Now there are no more random things only four divisions check out our new nba show beyond the arc part of the cbs sports podcast network where you can find me john gonzalez nba insider bill Ryder, and ashley nicole moss five days a week talking all things nba whether you're looking for insightful discussions upbeat commentary breaking news interviews or coverage of all the biggest stories in the nba our new show is the place to be five days a week Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. So how do the playoffs work? Simple. It's kind of like the Sweet 16. Top four teams in each division make the playoffs. Period. That means 16 total teams are in, 16 total teams are out. No more play-in tournament. I know you love it, but I've got a solution for that as well moving forward, which I'll talk about in a second. Think about this as like the Sweet 16 of March Madness, with the West and the Midwest on one side of the bracket and the East and the South on another side of the bracket. Do not overthink this, except for a single elimination game. It will be the regular series that we get in the playoffs. So the winners of the West and the Midwest divisions play in the Western Conference Finals. The winner of the Southern and Eastern play the Eastern Conference Finals. Winner of those finals play for the title. Not reinventing the wheel. But here's the twist. What about the teams that don't make the playoffs? What happens with them? So this is where Adam Silver or Commissioner Crick's coveted tournament takes place. This is a single elimination tourney where the winner of this tournament gets the number one pick in the draft. The draft then, after the number one pick, goes specifically on record. So to get the number one, you've got to win the single elimination tournament like we get in March Madness. And then you're not going to be able to say, okay, well, the second worst team gets nothing because they flamed out. So the second second worst team in the draft after the winner gets the number two pick, the next gets the number three pick, et cetera. The tournament will take place directly after the season, the regular season, the single elimination tournament. And then that gives – the actual playoff teams, a one-week break in order to get healthy. Watch the games, get excited. So now they get rested. We get some postseason basketball, and I actually think there's might be more intrigue and excitement around who gets the number one overall pick, just like on the heels of March Madness, because it will be probably two weeks after Final Four, to figure out who's going to get Victor Wampanyama. I honestly think this is better than March Madness. You're going to get crazy basketball. It would dominate ratings. We would get such good rating spikes from this. Everyone, I think, tunes in to watch. Teams wouldn't have an incentive to tank. They would pull out all the stops to win. You want that EPL-style tournament, Adam Silver? Here it is. There you go. Other changes for Commissioner Crick. All-star game will be Team USA versus the world. I think that's already in motion anyway. I think actually I put that into motion. Can you imagine Nikola Jokic and Luka deciding that they're going to mail it in because they're playing against Team USA and they don't want to look like idiots? I don't think that happens. I think Team USA has to play hard because they don't want to get punked by the international team. We'll also move the All-Star break backwards. We're moving it to halfway through the season. No more 20 games left. When they say the back half of the season after the All-Star break, it actually will be the back half of the All-Star break. Having an All-Star game with 24 games left in the season makes no sense to me. Here's another change. My league office does not investigate tampering claims. You want to snitch? Maybe I investigate you. How about that? Because there's no way to stop it. There's no way to prove it. Players are talking. Coaches are talking at all times. Executives are talking. I'm going to create a situation. They can talk as much as they want. If you are a buyout candidate, here's another one, another rule change. If you're a buyout candidate like Russell Westbrook, you can't go to a team currently in a playoff spot. You can only sign with teams that are fifth in their division or lower. So that avoids a Kevin Love or a Blake Griffin situation. And maybe the most small but important change, no city edition jerseys where the the color of your jersey is different. If you're the Mavs, no green for you. Doesn't happen. If you're the Milwaukee Bucks, no brown for you. No cream Sickle for you. No light blue for the Lakers. No. There's nothing more than I hate than turning on league pass to watch the Timberwolves play in Mavs colors. Or the Mavs play in the Celtics colors. Sometimes they play against each other. I can't even figure out who's playing who, what's going on. Even when they show you in the graphics packages who's in what color, still can't figure it out. There it is. I have fixed the NBA to a very large degree all in one segment. I think this is bulletproof change. Send it up to Mike Bass. Send it up to Adam Silver and thank me uh, when you get there. So when we get the number one pick in the draft tournament, remember where you heard it first.